If it is important to women, it's important to Wilds Worldwide. Hello, I'm Alyssa Wilds of Wilds Worldwide, and I thank you in advance for your support of my podcast. Like Wilds Worldwide on Facebook, follow me on Instagram at Alyssa's Random Thoughts, and Twitter at Wilds Worldwide. We are on all major podcast platforms and broadcast on Facebook Live on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Like, share, follow, and subscribe to Wilds Worldwide. And remember, if you still have a pulse, it's because you have a purpose. Find your purpose, walk in your purpose, live out your purpose every single day. See you or talk to you real soon. We are live Welcome to or welcome back to Wilds Worldwide. I need for you guys to do exactly what it is that we do every week. I need for you guys to like, share, text, tag, get all of your people up and on. This month is extremely special to me. So I need for everybody to come into the room. Let's go, let's go, let's go. I need for everybody to come into the room because we're trying to do something extremely special this um, month. The month of June is the month of the man. And we are beginning our month of the man with a therapist, Keith Stark, um, Camden's own. He is now um, on the West Coast, but he belongs to us as far as we are concerned. And he is going to help us with our men. So thank you for the one that has come into the room. I need for everybody to get up and get on um, because this is something that's extremely special to me this month. So I want to begin by saying that um, the month of June is usually earmarked as dads and grads. Good morning, Rob Tuffinell. You get a prize for being the first person in the room this week. You are amazing. Yes, you are. I appreciate you. So the month of June is usually earmarked as the month of dads and grads. And now dads, grads and pride month. Right. But we notice that the first the first of them is usually kind of underplayed understated, the dad part. We big up the graduates. We do a million different things, but we all know, and we've all laughed about how moms get all kinds of wonderful things on their month of May. Good morning, Angie. The month of May is earmarked for women, and we do a whole bunch of wonderful things, and then dads get this little sad tie, or they get to barbecue for us for their for their special day. We really want to focus on the man. We want, um, at the end of this month, we want men to know for sure that Wilds Worldwide is a lover, um, a cherisher of men, that we are here with you in the struggle. We want to make sure that you are better and we want to do our part in making sure that you guys heal. Good morning, Troy Henson. So we want to do our best in aiding our men in their healing process and making sure that they know that we feel we are excited about and they are appreciated in this situation. So I need for you guys to like, share, text, tag, get your people up and on. Um, we did take a week off last week. We are back, though, and I need for everybody to come into the room because this is an important conversation. I have tons of questions for Keith that I know for sure that he can handle because this is what he does. So, yes, like, share, text, tag, get everybody up and on. I need for you guys, if you're watching this on replay, I appreciate you in the front. Or if you're coming in on the back, make sure that your first um, comment is hashtag replay um, when you come in on the on the back end. So I appreciate you guys either way. Also, I need for you guys to invite people to like our page and subscribe to um, Good Morning Meek. I need for people to subscribe and follow our um, us on all platforms. We are now on all platforms. We are Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor, um, Apple, uh, Amazon Music. We are everywhere. Good morning, Shantae. So I need for everybody to get their people up and on because I want to start this conversation, this important conversation about men and their mental health. We know for sure that men kind of steer clear of therapy 
hoping that we can get our men into therapy because they do in fact need help. We have sat here, good morning, Yolanda. We have sat here during this month, uh, well, during this pandemic, and we've noticed not only have we sat here and we watched um, travesties happen, social injustice happen, but we also know for sure that men are struggling just period. Men have been struggling just from the very beginning. We just want to make sure that we are supporting them in their healing and that they feel appreciated at all times. We are here for you. So bring all of your people into the room. As we begin this conversation, we are about to bring out our main man, Keith Stark, who is about to be a part of our counseling consortium, whether or not he knows it. Yes, we need men on this platform. So um, all of his West Coast people, I need for you guys to come in. Um, you guys can... Uh, I think that we are Wilds Worldwide. We are on Wilds Worldwide page, but we are connected. Um, we've shared two um, individual pages. So I just want to make sure that everybody knows where they can um, connect with us. And we are live now on Facebook Live at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, but we will be posted up by Tuesday morning on all other platforms. If you don't have Facebook, for all you people who don't have Facebook, they can listen in on all of our major platforms, the Apple, the iHeart, the Spotify, the Amazon Music, the Anchor, the Stitchers, all of those other platforms, they will be able to listen in on Tuesday morning. So without further ado, I have my man, Keith Stark, on the West Coast. He woke up early for us, so I appreciate yes. you. Yes, how are you? I'm wonderful, Alyssa, I'm great. I'm so excited uh, about this platform that you've created. I'm so thankful for this platform you created um, for us men. Such a a, a great topic to to discuss, um, and so I'm excited. How you doing? Life is sweet. I'm having a mini little hot flash over here, but you know, such is life, right? For women of my age, yeah. but all as well. I'm so excited that you've decided to be with us because this is extremely extremely important to me because as I've stated, we do do the counseling consortium. I think I was telling you behind the scenes that we do this thing called the counseling consortium. And we have um, my soror, Pamela Grace in Baltimore, Leslie Daniels and the Festa Wiggins who comes on and they, we've started this whole healing thing because what I've noticed, and you were on me and Brenda's show, me and Brenda had a podcast called let's have the conversation. And we, we, we um, noticed that at the end of most of our conversations, healing was what was needed. Yeah. Regardless of what we were talking about, we were talking about male, female relationships. We were talking about, you know, um, parenting and whatever it was at the end of those conversations, somehow, some way we recognized that healing was, was what was needed. So we then started on my own platform. I then started this whole healing thing. It's called heal or else. Okay. Like we must heal. So um, I have the three ladies that come on. And while we really do focus on healing and, and making sure that we can build up our black community, what I did notice was that we never fully focus on the man. Mm. We never do. We will talk about what, what role we play in the man's brokenness. We will talk about what role that the man plays in our brokenness. We will talk about how combative sometimes we are in some situations, but we never fully focus on just the man. And this month is to focus just on you guys. Yes, we will talk about what it is that we're trying to do and how how it is that we're playing this role and how we can better support you guys. But we really do want to focus just on you guys. So without further ado, I want to start with my very first question. Let's go. It is, um, does masculinity, I know for sure that mascul toxic masculine traits such as self-reliance and emotional suppression um, I know for sure that they're doing 
you know, a rough thing to men. So I'm wondering if that masculinity and therapy is clashing and keeping our men out of therapy, that, that whole masculine thing, because I know for sure that we keep, I, and I've noticed it, I've seen it several different times where, you know, little boys aren't allowed to cry, you know, kind of like suck it up, don't cry. And I'm wondering if from a, if from an early age that those masculine, those toxic masculine traits are keeping our men from therapy. Well, I, I have to start and, and by saying that um, more and more of us are in therapy, right? Okay. I have a, you know, definitely during the quarantine, I had a, a, a influx of African-American men, um, definitely young African-American men between the ages of, you know, 18 to 25 who just needed to get in. And my phone was blowing up with um, referrals and, and black men who found me online um, needing and wanting therapy. Um, so it's happening. The challenge is the, the, the fathers of these young men, right? Um, the middle-aged men like myself, um, my age, you know, between the ages of, of 45 and, and 60 um, are not in therapy. And that I think is, a, is an important um, uh, group because those are the, the grandfathers, right? Those they're going into going into being grandfathers, and so that they are not coming to therapy. And I think that um, that toxic max masculinity in which we were we were taught, which was embedded in us, right, has created this um, this this machoism where we don't need nobody to help us. We got it. Like I'm good. Right. And we talk about that. I'm good um, syndrome where no matter how we feel, I'm good. No matter what we're going through, I'm good. And so that alone um, is 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 really um, destroying who we are and keeping us out of um, the therapeutic realm. The, um, you know what? That's so funny that you said that I'm good. When I was talking about this and I was kind of coming up with my questions because I wanted to be rock solid with this with this. Um, session because I wanted men to be able to get the very most out of this before we inject our anything about what our husbands and our mates aren't giving us or what our sons are taking us through. I wanted to be sure that we focus fully on you guys. And when I was talking to my main man, Rob Tufnell, uh -huh. he said, Listen, we have this whole thing that I call Yamin therapy. He said, it's, it's that, and you said, I'm good. So I'm it kind of takes me back. Good morning, Derek Spratley. Come on in. Thank you so much. Get on. Go get all your people okay. and bring them to the room because I want to make sure that men get all that they could possibly get out of this session. But Rob said the Yamin therapy. He said it is that that barbershop kind of therapy, that yeah. Yamin kind of thing. So when you said, when you just said that I'm good, I'm yeah. good, you know, yeah. that's that's really real. And I want to yeah. ask you, what is it that what what has what do you believe is the uptick? What what has brought men? To therapy, what do you think has has forced them in? Was it the pandemic, or mm -hmm. what what happened that that made them start to move towards therapy? Well, there, let's let's look at it. you know. There's been this big push on mental health, right? Um, and and so um, a lot of people are are coming to therapy, and I think just um, an influx of African American men, um, African American men, just felt feel like you know maybe I should jump on this. Maybe there's something um, with this. And so um, men, for however they got there, whether their fathers have called, their mothers have called, their girlfriends have called, that has gotten them into therapy. And usually that's what it is, right? Like a lot of times men aren't calling themselves 
it is the people that love them that call for them. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think that has gotten them into therapy because we were in such a, a tough um, mental time with uh, with the quarantine and, and, and COVID. Um, mm -hmm. I think that has forced people to seek help. And so um, I don't know if there was anything special, but men are, you know, men are tired, men are exhausted, men are frustrated. And I understand women are too, but we're, since we're focusing on a man, uh, that's where I'm gonna go. Uh, Absolutely. Men, men are, are, are ready to give up, um, you know, and, and verbalize that they're ready to give up as far, you know, in the past it's just been their actions. But now they're like, yo, listen, I'm tired. I don't want to, but I, but I need to, I have to give up or, you know, get help or give up, so. You know what, and, and Rob just put up, cause I'm gonna highlight the men. Yolanda is another one of my um, resident therapists from the um, from the um, from the congregation, from the you know from the pulpit. Yeah. I appreciate her. But Rob, when we were talking, Rob said that the, the not listening, not not fully listening, overwhelms him. You know that anything can kind of distract um, the audience from what it is that he's going through. You know, everybody else's needs are far greater than the man's needs, especially mm -hmm. in the household. Right. You know, so men are men are kind of looked at as or forced to kind of suck it up because right. everything else is more important. Yeah. 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 We've been taught to man up. Right. We've been taught to man up. And that has probably been have been the most toxic statement um, in, in our community, because the people who have told us to man up were men who never man who, who wasn't able to man up. Right. Man up means. Man up means to be to be tough. Man up means not to show emotion. Man up means to to um, to suck it up and not talk about it, right? And so, if you're groomed that way, um, and and not just groomed from 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 your 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 parents, but I'm talking about since slavery, right? Mm. This is how we've been groomed, and now it's time to change that. And it's not, it's, it won't take overnight. It won't take just the relationship that you're in now to make those changes. Sometimes it takes, you know, years and years and years for, for, for men to, to make that change and make that switch. Well, how hard is that going to be to help them to unlearn some things? Well, when, when men make the decision to do therapy, when men make the decision to listen and hear that they have these issues, um, then it's easier to, to unpack. Right. It's easier to to peel back those layers because there's a willingness and a desire to do so. And so, you know, when when they feel safe, let me talk about that word safe, because in America or in anywhere that we go, a lot of times men don't feel safe in any space with their emotion, how they feel, period. Or even physically, they don't feel safe. We go out into the street. Right. We have we can't go to the store any store without being, you know, uh, looked upon as a, as, as a thief, or you're going to steal something, you're going to hurt something. You, the police, the police, our families, there's no, our homes, there's no way we nowhere we can go where we can feel safe. And so when, when, when someone says, I'm here for you, I'm a therapist or, or even I'm, I'm your wife or, and I'm here for you and really, really mean that, um, men are willing to start to peel back some layers. I was reading too, that plays right into the next thing I wanted to talk about. I was reading that. Um, and then just regular training, oftentimes that social emotional piece, 
that mm-hmm. therapeutic piece and education. I know mm-hmm. for sure that they've been um, really, really, really like pounding the fact that in order to be fully vulnerable, that to be vulnerable requires trust. Mm-hmm. And that vulnerability, I need to trust you to be able to tell you my story. And I'm wondering, and I was wondering, but you've already said it, that we they don't trust. They don't mm-hmm. trust that we will handle or people will, the world will handle you know, their story in, in a delicate way or be sympathetic or empathetic in that situation. How is it that we can, how is it that we can support? What does support look like? You know what, without being intrusive, without being overwhelming and without shoving them into a position, what is it that can be done? Mm-hmm. Um, I think your son, uh, uh, he said something pretty amazing um, in the in the comments. Uh, can I read it? I mean, I know yep. it's on the screen. Uh, it's a lot of men who are on edge because they feel they can't express themselves without feeling like we're being in our feelings, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that That is such an amazing, Miles, that is such an amazing statement because if we are, if we share our emotions, we're in our feelings, right? Mm-hmm. If we do not share our emotions, we don't know how to express ourselves. And so we're stuck in the middle of this 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 challenge. Like, okay, do we share or don't we share? That's that's part of the problem, right? Mm-hmm. If we share too much, if we cry or if we we share some kind of emotion, you know, we're going to be seen as feminine. Or if we cry or we share too much emotion, we're going to see. And so those two, both of those two issues, creates this frustration and anger within us. And so what you get is anger uh, instead of sharing how I'm feeling. That is so crazy. I had that as another follow-up. So thank you, Miles. Thank you, Miles. Um, Rob said, damned if we do, damned if we don't, basically. Because I was, I was, I wrote down notes that on back last year, I believe that it was at the end of last year, I have, I had a I often every month I have this session called Venus versus Mars, mm-hmm. where the men and the women, we kind of just butt heads about a subject. You know, I'm giving my the female perspective. Um, whoever my guest is, is normally Keith Hall is my mm-hmm. kind of set co-host. But when he's not available, I'll bring in other people. And this particular month, I had um, two guys that um, that have a podcast. Their name is Doc and Dunce. And in this podcast, we were talking about the topic was why aren't marriages lasting today like our grandparents' marriages lasted, right? Mm-hmm. And in this conversation, I can remember. Um, being called out for being contradictory because um, I said something like, I don't like no weepy man. Like you walking around like a a bag of cotton balls, all soft and acting a fool. Mm -hmm. And they were like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, like, hey, y'all want us to be sensitive and in tune to our emotions and your emotions, but you just called, basically called us a punk. And I then had to clean it up. And the women in the comments sections were, you know, they were trying to back me up. But that was their conflict right there, because I'm saying you can cry and I want you to express your emotions and I want you to be in touch with my emotions. I want you to know what my silence is saying. Um, And I also want you to be able to express your your feelings. What I didn't like, I don't like a soft man like you, just a punk. And that's what Mm -hmm. I was saying. But Mm -hmm. then there's that that thing, you know, like when I thought about it for this show, I was thinking like, yo, but there's that thing right there where they 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 have to be hard all of the time. You know, every they always have to be on go all of the time. And the world is challenging them 
But if you're soft with me to a fault, if you're too soft, then I might be in your face poking, right. you know, poking at your forehead. And that's that's such a horrible space to be in. Because when I, I see it on Miles's comment and I think about that particular show and then I hear what it is that you have to say, I'm like, yo, that really is, that's a hard space. You know, um, our women, right, um, have been um, in the trenches, right, for, for the black community, for the black family um, and fighting and have unfortunately and fortunately, They've been raised to 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 be as strong as they are, um, to be who they are, and so for men who are now willing to step up and be a part of this this family thing and and lead, um, it is a difficult process. But definitely, when you you're dealing with a woman who had to lead, you know, for most of her life, and now to come in and like a lot of women are like, you know, I just want my man to lead. I want to. I'll be submissive. Whatever whatever I need to do. But it, it, it's always a fight, right? It's a fight because if he doesn't do it the way you want it, um, if he doesn't say it the way you want, to, you want him to say it, then he's wrong, he's bad. And then, you know, in turn, he's emasculated because of it. Uh, and so, and so, so that, that, that emasculation, you know, a lot of women say they want this, but do they really want that? Because when a man steps up and he's being what you need him to be, then you shut it down or you fight it or you, you, you kill it. This is this is hard. It's it's even hard to hear because we have been leading for so long. And you do, you want that strong person in your life, but can we in fact handle it? Yeah. You know, um, yeah. especially when nobody has healed. Right. You know, nobody, nobody is willing to or in a hard space, we all need to unlearn some things. Yeah. Um, it's just a hard feat. Like I, I don't even know how to to begin to unravel it so yeah. that home can be a safe space. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and the world is going to be whatever it is to our men, it is. black, white, and indifferent, you know, all races, the world is going to be what it, whatever it is going to be. But I want our men to be able to have safe spaces, you know, to be able to have that calm at home, you know, you know able, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My wife and I, it's funny you said that Tiffany, uh, we were we were having a conversation yesterday, you know, after we got off of work, we went to dinner and uh, uh, we talked about, you know, when do we get to this space of healing is what Tiffany said, as opposed to, you know, always in the fight, always in the fight. When do we start healing? And it's impossible to heal when you're continuously getting stabbed. Right. I cannot Ooh. I cannot heal from my wounds if you're continuously stabbing me. Right. And so it, it's it's a difficult space to heal. Which what we're asking is that we heal while we're being hurt. And so that is that is really really a difficult process to 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 take on. Um, but it starts inside Man, of our. That's moment number twenty. At minute twenty two, is when it all turned around. So you know, I always like to add in those minutes, like when something extremely profound happens at minute twenty two. So I want to I want people to earmark minute 22 because he says something. How can we heal when we're constantly being stabbed? And and sometimes we're doing the stabbing right in our household. Yeah. yeah. And we're expecting things from them that uh, like that's heavy. That is extremely heavy. Yeah. That's heavy. But society puts society puts a lot of this on us. Right. Like like women, you're you're 
you're you're meant to be this these strong women, and you were forced to be um, in a sense. But society says that you don't need a man, or you don't need this, or you don't need that. But in all actuality, we need each other. Like we were built to have relationship with with people. Like uh, only per only people that don't want to be around people are people who are depressed. Right? <laughs> when you're depressed, you don't want to be. And so you know, we need each other in order to survive. Like I think Kirk Reckman sang that song back in the day. Mm-hmm. Somebody, but uh, we need that. So so I need you when I'm at my weakest. You need me when you're at your weakness. Right. And we have to build off of that. My weakness don't make me a, 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 a sorry man. My weakness makes me a strong man. Being able to verbalize that, I'm saying. How has our verbiage further hurt you guys? Man. The verbiage that I'm that I said that, you know, soft as a bag of cotton balls. Like you're just soft. Yeah. I want no soft Negro, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Like, how is that? How is that further hurting you guys? Well, we, we, we have to, you know, for men to hear that, like when we hear words like you're soft, weak, um, you're, you know, you're, you're less than when we hear those words, we're ego driven. Men are ego driven. And, and there's nothing wrong with the ego. You know, I know that's a different conversation, but we're ego driven. So if you are constantly putting down our ego, putting down our ego, and we, we, we've received that since we were little coming up, um, then that tears us apart. And pushes us away. And so we have to live up to this standard. We're forced to live up to the standard where we're trying to build our own ego um, to where it's really not who we are. We're just operating in a space um, where we can be tolerated. And I have to say that um, I want I want to take a, a, a little pause right here and I need for everybody to share out. I need for far more men to be on this podcast this morning. This is an extremely important conversation and I need for people to be able to chime in. And, and I'm grateful for those who will w- watch it on replay. And we will definitely pump this out to make sure that it attaches to as many timelines as humanly possible. But I would love for men to be able to chime in right now and ask questions and, and offer their comments or whatever so that we, the women who are hardcore supporters of Wild Worldwide, so that we can see how it is that you guys are feeling, because the ultimate goal is to make sure that we are aiding you in your healing process, to make sure that we are doing our very best to um, to move you forward in this whole thing. We want to be lovers and supporters outward, outwardly. We don't want to be private supporters of anybody. We want to be outward public supporters and lovers of men. And we want the world to, in fact, know that. We are not, we are not, you know, this is not a, a whole thing where we're just tearing down men or whatever, because Wilds Worldwide is usually focused on women. We want our men to be better. We want our sons, we want our husbands and, and mates, and we want our fathers and uncles to be better. Because when Keith first opened, he said that there was a move in the younger men coming into um, um, therapy. Like there's been this huge move where those those uh, millennials, the Z's and the millennials have moved into healing. So I can put it into generations because based off the ages, he said that basically millennials have moved into hardcore, moved into therapy. But the problem was, was their fathers who are our age, that Gen X, that machismo, you know, those men have kept them from um, therapy and they won't go into therapy themselves for whatever reason. So we need for sure to make sure that we are helping our people move into therapy because it hurts. This world is heavy. This world hurts. 
So we want to make sure that they are moving towards healing. We want to make sure that that is in fact happening. We don't want to, you know, we want to guide them. We don't want to force them into any situations, but we know what it is that our people stand greatest in need of. And we want to make sure they in fact get it. So yes, I need for you guys to pause right now, like, share, text tag, wake your people up again, get them on this podcast, share it to your pages. So people that are just scrolling down the timeline just may very well just see it and jump on it when they see what it is that we are doing. So, okay. Listen, in the comments, you know, like, first of all, your son is a beast. Like everything he, he's, he's saying some, some powerful stuff. And then Rob Tough now said, I'm doing everything right, but I'm still wrong. You know, and, and that, that is, that is such a powerful statement. Um, And even, even if, if you're not trying to prove, make us out to be wrong, we're still, we feel that way because it's, it's just a, a heavy situation. So um, yes, yes, Rob, a lot of men can, can really, really relate to that statement. And the women are really coming through. Yes. The women yes. are really coming through there un, and unintentionally stabbing. Yeah. Um, I have to say that I've been, you know, in a relationship, right. In a budding relationship. And I, I wrote this down as a situation that I'm currently experiencing. I'm experiencing um, need. I'm experiencing heavy need. You know, my world has been flipped upside down. I'm dealing with some things. You know, I have the largest before me is the largest stage that I've ever even been invited on. But at the same time, you know, the rug got pulled up underneath from underneath of me with some other things that I thought was stable and, and life was good. Right. So in an instance, I'm, I'm, I'm headed towards this larger stage, which is my main focus. But then life got flipped upside down. I can't even focus. I can't. You know, I'm in my feelings. I'm in my head. And at the same time, he was not giving me what it is that I needed. And he entered into a hard time. So here we go standing. It's, it's like the Mexican standoff. And, mm-hmm. and this is not to be, you know, racial or anything, but mm-hmm. just, just think of what that is. You know, when everybody's guns are drawn, but they're so far apart, nobody is moving closer towards one another to help in a bit um, to help um, each other through a hard time because you're not giving me what I want. So I'm not going to give you what it is that you need. Yeah. So here we are. It's, 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 it's that that's keeping us apart at a time when we both need each other. I'm wondering how often that happens that keeps everybody from from their process. Yeah. And I think it's cyclical, right? Like sometimes we, you know, uh, we understand how how we communicate as couples. And if we are not intentional about um, communicating and listening and hearing um, uh, each other, then we become hardened to each other. Right. And when we become hardened to each other, when your issues become um, um, when you have a need, uh, I'm not going to be there because I'm so stuck in my need. Right. And I know that you're not going to be here for mine. So I'm going to try. I'm going to go and self-medicate, whether whether that's using outside sources or how I do it internally. Right. And so I don't I'm I'm going to pull away from you because I don't need you. Um, because you're not available for me, even in relationship. And so um, we, we we move closer, you know, as you talk about the Mexican, uh, what you call it, the Mexican standoff? It's the Mexican standoff. When yeah, everybody's yeah. standing back with their yeah, guns yeah, 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 yeah. I'm visualizing that. That's funny. Uh, but as we as we look to, to, to heal, right, and we make the decision to heal, we, we come closer, right? But then when we start walking in the actions of healing, we move closer, 
And then when we start to think about um, who the person is on the other end, that I'm not in it to hurt you, I'm in it to love you, we move closer. And so we just have to continue to, 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 to move closer. And that's by healing, that's by loving one another, and that's by um, 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 being dedicated to not necessarily just love, but the commitment, right? It's, it's like remembering your why, regularly remembering yeah. your why. Yeah. Yeah. So why are we even together? Why do we even begin this process? How do we even start this walk of life, this journey together? That yeah. why, that why yeah. is, is, is great. For women, for women, I want um, you to talk about how, because I, Tamika said something quite some time ago. She was talking about how there is a need for us to heal separately before even coming into the room together and being intentional about our healing and doing it separately for, for women who, um, because we will blame it on one another, you know, just life circumstances. You did this to this to me and I did this to him or whatever the case. But as I said, and I thought about my current situation, I was saying, um, and I was probably talking to Rob as usual, but I was just talking about how um, if I had not gone through therapy and if I was not in touch with Alyssa, I would be able to blame everything on someone else. Mm-hmm. But I understand where Alyssa is coming from and how Alyssa got to this point. Mm-hmm. So how Alyssa can be a detriment to you, a help or a detriment to you in this current situation. Mm-hmm. I think that we all need to take the time to do some self-evaluating and some, some separate yes. therapy before yeah. we can even come together. And yeah. I think that that's something because a lot of women and in, in just in, in my, my research and in my conversations, I see that they immediately want to fuse it together. We need to go to therapy because I need to talk about blah, 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 mm-hmm. because nobody is wrong. Nobody mm-hmm. is wrong. So you want to kind of go straight into therapy and you want to kick and complain about some things um, instead of you know working on who you are and how did you get to this point? And what it is that you need to heal from prior to then blaming, you know, coming all the way up to 2017 when you guys met and, and united. You know, there are a lot of things that happened in between 1972 and 2017 that we need to sift and sort through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So true. So true. You know, I think um, uh, I think therapy is systemic. Right. Meaning that um, uh, I need for everyone in my circle, in my immediate circle, to be part of my healing. Mm. Right? And so I need my wife to be part of my healing. So that means even if she has to come in to, to, to a, one of my sessions um, or when I come home, I communicate what, not necessarily all that's going on in therapy, but how she can help me through this therapeutic process for myself. And so I think um, as couples, we need to be a part of the healing for one another. No, we're not. Um, we might not be um, at fault for whatever issue that you know the, the 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 base of the issue. However, where once we say that we I do or I'm committed to you, that we are responsible to help each other heal. Absolutely, Rob said that there is nothing worse for a man to finally express themselves and then be trivialized or put off. Man, yo, for real. Rob, Rob need to be on this uh, on on the show on a regular basis, right? Because <laughs> Rob Rob is bringing some heat, uh, and that's 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 very very true. Uh, can you bring that? Um, 
Okay. Yeah. So a lot of times men, you know, when we do express ourselves or we feel open enough to express ourselves, you know, we're afraid that that could be used against us, right? Or however we're feeling, whatever we say, whatever we've gone through in the past can now be used against us as fuel to take us out and to hurt us even more. And so we go into this protective mode to where, you know, we, we shut down, we don't talk, um, we're quiet, um, and, and, and we don't want to ex- talk about it because we know it's going to go down a rabbit hole that's not good for, for either myself or my mate, my mate. Um, in the diva den, we, we have conversations, me and my sorors, um, we've had conversations and I can know, I remember in, um, one of our conversations and probably several follow-up conversations, Tamika stated that, um, Tamika stated that she hates when people, um, keep tabs of things that, that she said, when you, you keep tabs in a vulnerable state, she'll share out. And then you'll hold on to that information and then it becomes bullets. Mm-hmm. That that very information that it took a whole, whole lot for her to share, because mm-hmm. in that when when her heart is broken and, and she's so, uh, you know, her world is flipped upside down and she finally finds a comfortable enough space to mm-hmm. just share out. And you hold on to that information, not as a way to help her heal, but then, you know, as bullets for a gun to shoot yeah. back at her. Yeah. You know, how horrible can that be? And I just think back to some of the things that Miles has said and some of the things that Rob has shared out, how many times that has in fact happened to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that that's so true. You know, sometimes in relationships, you know, we feel like we have to win the argument, right? And so whatever I use, I need to prove you wrong. I need to be a lawyer in the courtroom and you're on, you're on stand, right? Um, but when we, when we fight one another and we use those words, that are negative. It's like we're, we're we're on the same team scoring touchdowns against one another, right? I have to use football analogy. You know, it's like it's like I threw me. I'm the quarterback. I throw the ball to you, the receiver, and you run the opposite way for the touchdown, right? It works against us. We are on the same team. So if I throw darts at you and it hurts you, it hurts us. If I throw darts and and and, and it, I stab you in the back. I'm going to feel the pain because we are on the same team. We are fighting for the same purpose. We are in um, supposedly in love. And so until we start playing on the same team, you know, then 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 we will continue the, to lose. Self-care. What does self-care look like for men? Self-care for men. Um, the gym. Right. Whether you're playing ball, whether you're working out, the gym is really important. Um because it releases some endorphins. It makes you feel good about yourself. Even if you're going through some depression, getting into the gym a few times a week really, really helps that out. Um, the barbershop, right? The barbershop is a place of self-care. I love I love when I go into a barbershop. I just recently switched barbershops because of the barbershop I was going into wasn't a therapeutic place for me. So I went to a, a barbershop where I can talk, I can laugh, I can I can let go. I can really, really um, not necessarily just be myself because, you know, men go in the barbershop and we try to be greater. We talk ourselves up. Right. But it is just a place where 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 deals are made, where conversations are had of healing and love. And we're not judged because of it. And if we do, it's really a uh, 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 it's, it's, it's not that severe. Um, also, um, getting outside the sun. We are people 
um, of African descent, right? We need sunshine in our lives. We need vitamin D. Um, even if you just sit outside, you know, I know it's, it's a hot season in Vegas. Yesterday, I swear it was 120. <laughs> as hot as I don't know what. But getting outside and absorbing some sun, um, writing, journaling, you know, you know, a lot of people feel like that. that's a feminine thing. A lot of men feel like that. But it really, really helps you to deal with your emotions and get them out on paper. When you get them out on paper, you will go through that that feeling for yourself. And so and then just doing what you love to do. You know, you might see grown men playing video games. Right. But some men, that's how they escape. So taking, you know, taking your Friday or the end of your week and spending uh, an hour or two playing your game. Like Rob said, art, whatever you love to do, get out and do it and, and take some time for yourself and know that it's OK to be by yourself and to do it by yourself. You're not neglecting anybody. You're really taking care of yourself. I have, what, what did I want to ask? I wanted to talk, oh, effective communication. Mm. Effective communication. I want to point out that effective communication is not just the art of how, uh, of, of eloquent speaking. Mm-hmm. And it's not just the art of eloquent writing, you know, mm. being well-written, but it actually is listening as well. Mm. Because I listen, I go back to um, Rob. Rob said, um, when I do um, express, please don't tell me your problems. Mm. Please don't tell me your problems. I want to then bring up how important it is to listen. And I will, and it's, this is not about me, but Rob and I have had a million different conversations. And um, just with some things that I'm going through right now, how I've been, I've become reserved and kind of quiet because I am that soft space for a lot of people. I'm that person that many people run to. And I know for sure that my world gets a lot heavier because I, in fact, take on more than the assignment that God has given me. So I do I do recognize that. Right. Mm-hmm. But in my need right now, I find that people are are now if I tell them what my situation is, they then make it about themselves. It's their situation. Oh, I've been through that. This is what I'm going through. Blah, 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 blah. Nobody cares to listen. So I know for sure firsthand, uh, firsthand and recently, like right, right, right now, how overwhelming that can in fact be. So I want to offer my apologies to my son and and, and to the men in my space who, in fact, um, I have then um, I then personalized their situation. Mm. I then made it my own because Mm. I can relate to it. And rather than just allowing them to speak and just pour out their hearts, I then, you know, I then just, you know, just trying to identify with it and let them know that they're not the only person that's been in this situation and that, you know, that there will be sunshine after this whole thing. I kind of attached it to me and I made it my own. So I apologize um, for Mm -hmm. those people in my life that I may have done that too, because that recently has been done to me and it hurt not to be able to express, fully express what it is that I'm going through because you made it your own. You then took your situation that you're going through that, which is a regular situation. Mine is of the utmost importance right now. And you then took it and you made it something other than about me just for a moment. So women, I want to put that out there to you because again, this this show is not about us, but women, I do want to put that out there because they are saying that they need a safe space. They need home to be calm. They need to be able to relax 
all of their everything, all of that masculinity, all of that hard, all of the things that they have to be out in the world. They want to come home and be able to be themselves. They want to dance in a circle and they want to sing off key and they want to have a good time and they want to relax. They want to enjoy their art and they want to play the play the video games without us needing them, without mm. us being on their backs. They need that time. So I just want to bring up how important, effective um, communication is. And it's not just about how well you speak, how well you write. It's about how much you listen. Allow them to speak. Allow them to pour out their hearts because the world is unkind to them. We need to be soft and loving and kind because we want reciprocity. We can't we can't always want reciprocity when it benefits us. We have to reciprocate what it is that we demand. We yeah. want to give the same service that it is that we provide. Um, we want to provide what it is that we demand is what I meant to say. So, ladies, I, I am asking you to allow them to have that safe space without those words that we know are going to incite a riot, without that man up or that pointing in their face kind of thing, because that's what the world gives them. Why do they need to be with us when they can't be soft and loved on in their own personal space, a space that they pay to live in? And, you know, they pay the mortgage there, but they can't even let their guard down in that particular space. So that's just yeah. my call of action for the ladies. Back you know, to you. I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's no worries. I think that was that was really good. There was a couple of things that key things that um, well, a lot of stuff that you pulled out. But a couple of key things I want to point on point at um, is, you know, one, I don't want to give men a space to where or I don't want to miscommunicate this when a man comes home. He is. You know, he should be able to relax uh, and then and not do anything, watch TV, play video games while he's waiting on hand and foot. I'm not giving that. I'm not saying that. Mm -mm. Uh, uh, but what I'm saying is, how does that look? What does that look like? Well, when, when your man comes home, um, don't bombard him with um, a bunch of stuff. Right. When he comes home, love on him. Allow him to relax. Allow him to clear his head. Um Allow him to, you know, take a take a half an hour or an hour to, to to decompress, and then after that, man, you have to go back into your home and, and take your space, right? Uh, dinner needs to be cooked. If if things need to be done around the house, there's chores that need, or kids need to be tended to. You have to do all those things afterwards. But that first half an hour, if you give your man that first half an hour or that first hour to decompress and relax. And then I'm, I guarantee you, he, he may come back and give you um, a little more, you know? Um, and then the other thing you said, you said effective communication, uh, effective communication. Um, like most people said, even in the, in the, like you said, and people said in the chat is it's listening, right? You know, when you hit, when you say, well, I communicate, he don't, right? Uh, wh what you're possibly saying is I talk, but he don't talk. Right. I talk, but he don't listen or he don't talk and I don't listen. Right. So it, effective communication is listening. I do this thing with couples where we talk about fighting fair. Right. Uh, sitting down whenever you, you you get into an argument or there's a disagreement in the home, um, you know, try your best to communicate that or have that conversation at home in a space where you're know where you know you're gonna sit and, and deal with the issue. Most of the time it's not the bedroom. If, if, if any man or any woman is like me, you get into the bedroom and you start having an argument, you're gonna fall asleep. And in the morning, the conversation, the argument will be far worse than it was last night because you fell asleep. 
So sit at the table, right? Come to the table and, and whoever had the issue, bring the issue up. Talk about the issue. That's no room. That's that's a space for just that issue. No other conversation, no other issue can be brought up. I brought this issue to you, and we need to address this issue. Oftentimes, we'll, we'll get together and we'll have arguments, and we'll talk about these issues, and another issue will come up, or another issue will come up, and another issue will come up, and and she'll be combative to the issue, and he'll be combative to the issue, and we never, never, we never ever discuss that 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 that. that um, first issue. And so we forget about that issue. Uh, we think it's gone away and we come up with, uh, we have another disagreement and that issue pops back up on top of all the other issues that we've never dealt with. Mm. So it's important to deal with that one issue, right? Whoever had the issue gets the opportunity to, to talk about it and the other person sh should listen, um, then be able to address the issue. And not in the argumentative state after the argument, you know, I know the argument's going to happen after the argument. It has to be a discussion at a table only discussing that issue. Um, and that's the way we deal with our issues one at a time. If we continue to, to, to argue and, and prove our point and fight our point, then uh, we'll never come to an end. And even if it wasn't your intention to do what your partner is saying you, you, you've done or you how you've heard them come to a place where you're like, you know what, even though I didn't, that wasn't my intention, I apologize. Even though that wasn't my purpose, you know what, I'm sorry. And so that is what, that's that's how we heal. That's how we support one another. But we continue to deal with multiple issues at one time and we never heal. And so it just compounds and compounds. And the longer you're together, the more issues you're dealing with because you've never dealt with one. I think when, when you're talking, I, I, I think um, I just think that we we do operate in wins and losses. Yeah. But we, we operate in that wins and losses thing. And, and that continues to hurt us because when I'm losing this argument, I'm going to bring out more ammunition, ammunition. I'm yeah. going to bring up the thing that I told you that I forgave you for five years ago. You yeah. know, when there was a little bit of infidelity or, you know, we failed financially and, and you know, we're in a situation today because of that. But I forgave you. But now I want to bring up this ammunition because I'm losing this fight right at this yeah. at, at this current yeah. time. Yeah. And, and uh, Keith has stated that we need to deal with one issue at a time. What we laid down fighting about last night is what we need to bring to the table tomorrow when we sit down at the table and only that thing. Let's deal with that first before we move on to other things. And if you are, in fact, in a space where you want to win every time, then maybe you don't need to be with that particular person, you know, because you, you can't you can't ever find love in a space where you're constantly hurting and, and you're constantly being hurt and you're constantly hurting that. So I want, and I want to bring up too, because Rob said that too, you said an amazing thing that if we give them that first hour, give them that first hour for them to decompress from the world, from work, from everything that they've experienced outside of the home, just give them that little bit of time mm -hmm. so that they then can give back to us. I think that that is extremely important. I'm going to yeah. be great for my second husband. Keith, I swear I'm, I'm going to be good for Mr. Wiles when he yeah. shows up. Yeah, Mr. Wiles. Right. He's coming. He's coming. Yes, Mr. He's Wiles. Coming. You got to take my last name this time. I ain't yeah. ever going to 
it up. <laughs> so I think that that's good. Come on yeah. with some more nuggets for us because Man. the stuff that I've written down, it, it doesn't even matter with all of the stuff that you're dropping. You, you know, you know what's really important for us to learn um, is and us to realize is how we were created, right? And this may rub, you know, the wrong way, but, you know, we have to be able to talk about it, right? When you say, when, when, when men and women communicate, we have to realize and understand that we communicate completely different. When you, when you hear that men don't communicate or you hear these two things, men don't communicate and men don't express their emotion, right? What, when you hear those two sayings, it usually comes from women, right? And, and so what, what I hear when I hear that in, in, in sessions is um, men don't communicate, nor do they show their emotion like I do, right? Or like we do. And that is a fight that you're going to continue to have because men do communicate. Men do show their emotions, but men aren't emotional beings. Men communicate differently. So, so men, how we were created different is women have been created to be emotional first, right? Logic second. Men, is, men are the opposite. We're logic first and, and, and emotional second. And so when we have these arguments and fights and we, we're men, you see men wanting to walk away, men not wanting to talk about it right now. It's, because, it's not necessarily because they don't want to deal with it, but they're trying to fix the problem because we're logic first. And so, mm-hmm. and so we need to walk away and figure out or take time, shut down, be quiet and figure out how do I fix this? So women are, because they're emotional, they're coming at the, the conversation emo- and neither one of them is wrong in how they deal with it. I think it becomes wrong when we start judging each other because of how you deal with it versus how I deal with it. So, and this is more, this is in a healthy relationship. And so we communicate different. We're, 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 we deal with things emotionally different. So I'll give you an example, right? This is Alyssa, your favorite pen, right? Mm-hmm. If this pen breaks, your favorite print pen breaks or no longer writes, you are, because it's your favorite pen, it's probably your favorite because somebody gave it to you. There's an, an emotional attachment to this pen that mm-hmm. you have. And so your significant other will come in and say, you know what? I'm going to fix the problem. I'm going to just buy her a new pen. She's good. And so you two get into an argument because he he bought you a new pen, but you're like, no, I have an emotional attachment to this pen. It's not about me getting a new pen. It's my emotional attachment to this pen. So, so men will come and say, well, I'm sorry. Or they'll say, um, all right, well, I won't do it again, right? And that fixes the problem, right, for them. But for for women that don't fix the problem because we didn't get into the emotional uh, challenges that you're having at that moment. And because we didn't respond in an emotional way or we're not as emotionally attached to the pen, then we're wrong, then the men are wrong as well. And so it's, it's, it's when we deal with each other, we have to deal with each other based on um, men have to come to women to, to to tend to their emotion and women have to think logically when dealing with their men and, and dealing with their issues. And when we do that, we, we can, we can, it's possible to create some kind of harmony. Yo, this has been therapeutic. I swear that we need to put up his cash app information because if you have not learned something, 
I never even thought about that. I never, mm -hmm. I think about men being visual and physical. So they need to express their, their love in a different kind of a way than we are. We are nurturers. We're emotional. Like I, I, but I never once thought of it, how we lead in where I lead in with my emotions, you lead in with logic. So I'm emotional, logical, you're logical, emotional, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and we, man, let me tell you something, ladies, ladies, if y'all are not learning something on this podcast today, y'all must have taken y'all ears off and put them in the trunk because I'm telling you that this this is this is amazing. And men, I'm glad that somebody is helping to explain y'all better to us. This has been amazing. I hope that every woman attached to every man on this podcast is in fact listening in because um, Keith is speaking for them. This This is really, 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 really good. I truly and, appreciate you. Yeah, you know, I'm ADD, so I'm reading the comments, and, like, I can't stop laughing. Like, Amani is hilarious, and your mouth is hilarious. So, uh, uh, Amani, I'm going to send you my cash app personally. So my <laughs> therapy is the best. <laughs> nah, but but I, I really appreciate you having me on, you know, when, when you first said, you know, the time, I was like, well, you know, I, I'll be ready, you know, and I get up early anyway. But I wanted to be a part of this conversation because I think um, this these conversations is what's what, what we need in our community to help us heal and go forward. We may not see change in our lifetime, but mm -hmm. but know that um, we are we're seed planters and our kids and their kids will will receive the healing that we're seeking because we're, we're making this transition. So, you know, um, um, stay in a fight. I'm glad that you created this space. Um, <laughs> Rob said we're gonna get something tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping, bro. I'm hoping for everybody. <laughs> so mad uh, love tonight. Mad love tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have you know, a question for know. you. For men who have not attached to therapy, yeah. would it be best for them to when they're seeking therapy, is it best to enter them into like a group setting? Mm -hmm. Um or or a single setting or family family setting? Um, I think an individual setting for a lot of men, group setting, you know, it can be good once men are willing to open up and talk. But when, you know, in group settings, men still have to be macho, right? Like I have to prove to the man sitting next to me that I'm greater than what he is, right? So it's easier for me to, to let go when I'm sitting in a space that has been created for me to be safe um, and someone is listening. So yes, I feel like, I feel like individual first, and then group settings because we need to help each other heal. Um, and then um, the family. I have another thing that I wrote down. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know if we want to touch on this. Um, I put down the mama's boy syndrome. <laughs> yeah. You know, how, how hard is that? Like the emasculating of men and just how hard it is for women who have yet to let go of their mothers. How, like what do you do with those situations? And then, you know, because m men and their mothers are extremely close. And in the hood, I will say that that's more prevalent because we know for sure that our, there are tons of households without fathers. And there are tons of households with fathers too. We're not going to um, minimize the men who, um, in fact, stayed and, and did their best. Mm -hmm. But because mothers are 
um, overwhelmingly head of households with their men. You know, there's a there's a whole large push pull with the mother son relationship. Also, when uh, men lose their mothers, you know, just how hard that whole thing is. And you can speak from that uh, um, that situation alone. Just how hard is that mother son relationship for a woman coming into a relationship? You know that 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 relationship between um, a mother and and a son is is special, right? Um, definitely. If you know if my situation is my mom, I, my mom raised me by herself, just me and her. You know, Camden, uh, the, we in Westfield Acres for most of my life, right? Um, for most of my childhood, and so our relationship was very very tight. Listen, no one. No one, and Tiffany and I has had this conversation. No one has loved me or will ever love me the way my mom has, period, point blank. But that is not a stab at my wife, right? That is the love between a mother and a son, right? So that doesn't equate between the love between a husband and a wife. Oftentimes, um, not understanding that or not men not being able to explain that or express that will create some kind of um, um, resentment, animosity, or jealousy between the wife and the husband and, and her husband, right? And so it is a different relationship, but it is important for the man to make that separation. Oftentimes, men don't make that separation, and mm-hmm. so th- they create this space where their moms and their wives are constantly competing, right? And they step away and not talk because they don't want to interfere. They don't want to hurt their mom and they don't want to hurt their wife. Right. But when you get married, your wife becomes your, 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 your responsibility and the number one woman in your life, as difficult as that may seem. So you have to do what's right by that situation and what's right by your family. Oftentimes the issue is the mom doesn't want to let go and wants to interfere in the child's life. And you have to get in the middle and and stop that. We've had, my mom and I had a lot of tough conversations that I didn't want to have and that I fought not to have. But in order to to have peace in my home, I had to make that separation. So, you know, the Bible talks about leaving and cleaving, right? But it becomes difficult. Part of the challenge is also this. When you had, when, when you're a mom and you have sons, and there's no father involved, right? Moms raise raise their sons, don't necessarily raise their sons to be men, right? They love their sons and they nurture their sons to stay home, like my baby, my baby, my baby, but really the natural maturation is to push them out, right? From the time they're born, they're, we're working on you leaving the house, right? And so I'm raising you to be a, 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 an adult for 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 our sons and daughters, right? Um, so moms hold on forever. I don't need to make you a man because I, one, I don't know how. And we hear women say, well, my son is a fine man. Well, yeah, maybe, but if he didn't have his dad in his life, he's missing some pieces, some 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 important pieces. And part of that is pushing you out, pushing you to be a man, right? And so men, we raise our boys, like I said, from the beginning to be men. I've been working on my son leaving since he was born, <laughs> right? Mm. So, so even, even now, most of our conversations is 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 around um, you having. You know, we have great conversations, but it's around you being prepared for tomorrow. You know, 
And, and I love you today, but you have to be prepared for tomorrow. And that's what we need to raise our boys to be. When we do that, they leave the home and they become great husbands, right? And great husbands make great sons. Great sons don't make great husbands, right? So that's that's really, really key that we, we push our kids to be great, not just in our home, but outside of our home. And we hope women, met, moms will hold on to their sons and stifle their growth. Man, let me tell you something. Team Keith, who are you telling? Who are you telling? The next time, Keith, I'm going to have a huge honorarium for you, brother. <laughs> I will not sleep on your skills ever. Yeah. You hear well, me? Because this has been amazing. Yes. Yeah, I appreciate yes. it. I really appreciate it. This I wish there was more. You know, I can I can have this conversation all day. And there's, uh, you know, there's so much that I want to share. Um, but, you know, I, I'm thankful for um, all the replies. And I'm humble because you know I, I was I was raised you know like all most of us on this comment uh, in the, in this uh, group um, you know I was raised to be you know not to be who I am now I was raised to be some who society said I was going to be and so you know being raised in Camden single parent household mom not there you know mom working it to uh, multiple jobs to take care of me right um, statistically you know I, I wasn't supposed to be where I'm at. Right. Um, not that I'm at somewhere such a great place. Um, I'm humbled by being, at, you know, being where I am and God. You choosing are amazing. Me. You are but amazing. at the same time, like we have to come out of there's nobody that can't make the turnaround, that can't come out of their, their tough situation or or life um, and turn their life around to be who they're called to be. There's nothing in the world we can't do. Everything that somebody has done is learned and we have the ability to learn. Whatever it is we want to do, it might take us a little longer. It may be a little tougher, but we can make that happen. For the ladies, as you, as we are about to close out, um, we could go forever. We could go forever, but it is Saturday and we want to be mindful of um, Dr. Stark's time because we are going to speak that into existence. Because yeah. He really is a little bit of everything. And I truly appreciate first of all i appreciate you yes so thank you for agreeing to come on thank you for agreeing to lead out this important month to us but i also want to say that i truly appreciate your um transparency and 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 connecting this to your household and helping us to understand how this thing works because without transparency and without people men having somebody that can identify with their struggles then that in fact gets hard they don't ever want to be, and most of us don't ever want to be in a situation where a person is sitting high and looking low down on us yeah. as if you've never gone through anything. So I appreciate all of that. I want you to, um, if there's any advice that you can give the ladies um, um, and, and who are loving these men and raising these men, because I know for sure, and just the small things that you've said, I know for sure that my son and I, and Miles is very vocal on this podcast. And while Miles has been um, Miles has been a model child. I can't even kick and complain about Miles at all. He He's always wanted to please me. He's always done well by me. But I think when, when, when you just described the mother-son relationship, I kind of held Miles close. I raised Miles to be the perfect man in my eyes, yeah. not necessarily raising him from the door um, to, to leave the household and to be someone else's husband. So, um, and while Miles is turning out to be, Miles is the, a, a great man, you know, I know for sure that I held him too close for too long. 
you know, just not allowing him to see the world or just my insecurities, you know, mm -hmm. him being my mate, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? And that's just that's being, yeah, that codependency for real, because Miles is the very first person. And I've been open and honest and saying this on my podcast before that Miles has, was in fact the very first um, love of my life. And, mm -hmm. and I have to say that Miles was the very first person that loved me as much as I loved him. Mm -hmm. You know, so I held that close for mm -hmm. me. So I created a codependency and then kind of forced it on him where we kind of were riding out into the sunset together. And I know for sure that my story is not the only um, story like this. I know that there are several women who are holding on um, far too tight to their sons, which will then create a problem when their sons are trying to let go to join hands with a woman. Yeah. You know, so um, is there anything that you would like to tell women um, that we need to do? How is it that we can better support um, our men, the men in our lives, our fathers, our sons, our mates? You know, for your sons, just just be a listening tool. Sometimes, even if they're they're having conversations about things or they're talking about things that make no sense to you, hear mm -hmm. them out and listen. Ask questions to instead of give answers. Ask questions to to encourage their thought process. Right. Um, this is for your sons. Um, mm -hmm. Encourage them through your words and your actions. Right. Hug them. They need it. You know, but at the same time, push them out. When I say push them out, I mean, teach them how to be adults. You may not know how to be a man or teach them how to be a man, but you do know how to be an adult. So teach them things about paying bills. Make sure they know how to wash their clothes. Make sure they, they, they understand what goes on in the house. Make sure they do chores. Don't just do it for them because your grandma said a woman should do it for, no, teach your son how to do those things because when he when he goes out of the home, you don't want him to to be dependent on a woman because she may not have your grandmama views, right? You mm -hmm. want her, you want him to go out and be able to take care of himself in the best way that he can. Um, if you if you let your son leave the home and he doesn't understand money management, the world will eat him alive. Make that joker pay bills, Miles. Pay some bills if you're not doing so already. Right. Make sure that those things are happening because you're teaching him how to be an adult. Don't focus on the things you can't do. Right. I'm not going to focus on doing surgery because I'm not a surgeon. So I'm going to focus on doing things that I do and I do well as women. You adult well. So if you are adulting well, teach your son how to be an adult. And then the man thing, make sure you have men in his life that you know that can support him and love him the way he needs to be loved. And have those conversations about being a man that you that you know, that you trust. Um, and, and so and one of the, the other issues are, you know, this world is full of influences. Right. It is our job as parents, for even for our sons and our daughters, to be the greatest influence in your child's life. That is our fight on, a, on an everyday basis. I want to out-influence Snapchat. I want to out-influence TikTok. I want to out-influence Instagram. Those things are in their lives, and I can't take that from them. Every day, if I take their phone, they're going to have another phone by Thursday, right? So so I'm, I'm not fighting that. What I'm fighting is being an influence in my child's life. I cannot be an influence if I'm not listening. I cannot be an influence if I'm not loving. I can't be an influence if I'm not disciplining. I have to have that type of relationship with my child in order to be a better influence. So that's for our kids. For our men, we talked about it already, Elizabeth, but being able to listen, 
being able to love, trying your best not to emasculate that man. His ego, you 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 may hate it, you may hate this, but your ego, his ego needs to be stroked. Right. That is not a bad thing. That is how a man is made. He needs his background. He needs for you to tell him you're the best, even when you don't feel like it. You know what? You're the best, man. I love you. You can do this. Like he needs those things to happen in order for him to, to leave his house with his. You don't want your man to leave the house with his head down. You want him to leave his house when he goes out into this world with his chest poked out, talking about, I can do it. Because when he gets out into the world, by the end of the day, his, his head may be down. And when he walks back in that door, he needs for you to put his chin up and say yes. that. So, so those things need to be happening. If I walk in the house with my head down and you beat me up, I want to leave the house. And that's why the strip clubs, the bars, other women's houses, that's why those things are so impactful. That's why there's such a thing called the side chick, right? Because she is providing this when you're doing this, right? So you Damn. want to make sure, you want to make sure, and, and, and his, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that um, if a, a man cheats, this is a different conversation. No, 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 you, you going off. Like, I want you to stay right there, yes. Yeah. If a man cheats, it's your fault. That's not what I'm saying. His actions are his actions and he needs to be responsible for them. But I'm saying, don't encourage it, right? And when we when we are emasculating our men, we're they're looking for they're looking to 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 be loved. They're looking for support. They're looking for love. And so when they like when they're not getting that, they're walking out of the house still seeking that. So whether they drink it, smoke it, or or, or have sex with it, they're going to go get it. Hey. So. Man, this is good. I love this. You, this is starting my day. I have a client in 50, in 45 minutes and I have to drive to the other side of town. So we're almost over. We 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 almost over because I mean, I mean, woo. Yeah, this is good. This this smooth out because yo, it is it is minute 22. It is minute 52. And it is the ending. 1 hour and 10 minutes. If nothing else matters in this whole podcast, minute number 22, minute number 52, and minute what will go about one hour and 10 minutes. And those and those time frames is when Keith went smooth off. I'm telling you, the way he rounded this thing out, there, ladies, ladies, we know what it is. Fellas, he has spoken for you guys and he has done a phenomenal job. I truly, truly, truly appreciate you. We're going to have to end this because he has another commitment. But I promise you, I could stay right here with Keith all day. And yes, we will have him back. And we will. We will take very good care of you because we don't want you to believe. Force. We don't want to force um, my audience to believe that this type of talent, this type of knowledge, and this type of knowledge uh, nuggets, these, these, this level of knowledge nuggets does not need to be compensated. This has been amazing. This has been amazing. The way you started off this month of the man, ladies, we will get right for them. We will back them. We will show them that they are appreciated and they are loved inside their own addresses. They should not have to go somewhere else to feel the love. They should not have to go somewhere else to feel the appreciation. We are going to help them raise their heads up high. We are going to send them out feeling the love with their chest poke out, poked out 
We are going to do the things that Keith has taught us to do. We are going to go back and watch this podcast again and again and again. And I'm telling you that the comments are just rolling up and I can't even keep up with them. But you have done an amazing thing today, Keith. I promise you. you, we totally love you and appreciate it. You are loved and revered on this podcast, on this platform. I'm telling you, ladies, share it out. This is something that we probably need to sit down with the men in our lives. Yes, I am going to make dinner and have conversations with my son just based off the things that he's expressed. And just know for sure that you've made me just that much better for Mr. Wild, who will present himself by July, because I've already talked to Jesus about that. Mr. Wilds, because I'm not losing my last name again, but this has been amazing. I truly appreciate you. And we need to end this this session because Keith needs to go somewhere else. But I do want to say that in this month, this is the month of the man. This is just the beginning. This is the beginning. And this has Keith has set the bar high. He has set the bar high. So this is just going to be an amazing month for the men, you know, uh, just um, bigging up the men in our lives and just men in total. We just want to make sure that men feel loved and honored and revered, especially on this uh, podcast. Yes, this month is for dads and grads and in Pride Month, the world will make sure that all of that is covered, including Juneteenth. But dads usually are the forgotten ones. We will not forget about them. We will not forget about the men in our lives. So as we close out, I do want to say that um, I want to wish uh, my dividend are celebrating today. Danine's birthday is today. So happy birthday to um, dividend member and my good girlfriend, Danine Chen Parker and her twin sister, Dion Chen. I want to say that because she's a supporter of Wilds Worldwide. And Rhonda has retired. So Rhonda Cook still has retired. We did a whole... Um, live about that the other day. So we are uh, bigging you up, Rhonda. You did an amazing thing. I love you guys. Um, and the very last thing that we do every single time, Danine, yes, I do absolutely love you. So big Danine up in the comments section because we love her. Um, I do want to say, uh, oh, wait a minute. Virtual sessions. I do need for you to get your information out before I do my pulse check. Yeah. Okay. So really quick. Um, as a therapist, I cannot do, I can't, well, we, we could during COVID see people from all over, but you can only see people in a state in which you're licensed. But as a coach, um, as a, as a, well, I'm doing this new thing called man coach instead of a life coach, a man coach. Um, and it's not just for men it's for women, um, who love their men or women who have sons. Um, so I'm, I'm doing that. Um, and in coaching, I can do, um, anywhere because there's no there's no boundaries on that. So yes, yes, Tamika, um, I can I can definitely do that. Um, um, you can catch me, follow me on Instagram. Uh, it's probably the best. It's real simple, Keith the therapist. Um, uh, and so and then on Facebook, Keith Stark Therapy, or just make Keith Stark both pages. Um, and then we can sit down and we can talk about sessions. I will be in New Jersey uh, coming coming soon in. Um, July, um, I'm taking my daughter to New York, and then I'm driving through um, and taking some some days back home. Um, I need a cheesesteak in my life, you know. So. Oh, oh, I will buy you one. We'll buy you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm coming by myself, you know, and there's no there's no real purpose. I just need to come back. I haven't been back since my mom passed away, you know what I mean? And so I need to come back and, and let go of some things. But at the same time, I would love to sit down and chop it up with some people. 
you know. We would love to have you. We we will definitely we will catch you on your way through New Jersey. Yeah, but yeah. We are going to let you go. We appreciate yeah. you because I want you to be on time for your segments, um, for your yeah. session. So I do yeah. appreciate you. Thank you for your yes, and thank you for coming yeah. on Wilds Worldwide. Yeah. I appreciate you. Love you. I love my Camden folk. And so many people that I see in the comments that I know and I love Tamika Chester. You know Rob. You know uh, uh, everybody. Who, um, Deneen Chin, uh, you know, just so many people that I just love and appreciate. Sheree, I've known her for a long time. Um, Kathy, you know, so thank you for being a part of this and thank you for We appreciate you. We truly appreciate you. So we're going to let Keith go. Yes. So what do you guys think about that? That was absolutely the, that, that set, this session has been amazing. This has been the greatest kickoff to this month this has been absolutely amazing he's still here no so he uh, i was still reading the comments i was like this okay this so you're still here because we we would love to keep seeing your face because you've been absolutely amazing you've been you absolutely amazing. i was down here reading like uh. it's okay it's okay so we're going to round out though because we appreciate him we love him and he Thank did a wonderful thing yes yeah, so this is our time where we close out and you know what this is this is a pulse check this is our pulse check, how we end every single session. Pulse check, take two your two fingers, put it on your inner wrist. If in fact you feel a pulse, this is because you are still here for a purpose. God has given you a purpose. You were created to do a certain thing. Somebody's healing, somebody's purpose, somebody's getting over is attached to what it is that you've been purposed to do. So I need for you to find your purpose, walk in your purpose, live out your purpose every single day. Pulse check. This has been Wilds Worldwide, and I truly do appreciate you guys helping Alyssa South Jersey move into Wilds Worldwide. I love you guys. See us back here next week as we continue the month of the man with the bromance with just our thoughts with the fellas. They will be here with me on my um, platform. I love you guys, and I will see y'all next week. Like, share, and replay this broadcast. Y'all need this in your life. Take care. Bye bye.